1: Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer.
0: You're listening to an irreverent podcast. Visit irreverent.fm for more content from our amazing lineup of creators. Dan we're going to get to the in a minute but before that we have to tell some folks about some very exciting things coming up for straight white american jesus so in august i'm going to be launching and i know you'll be part of it too our masculinity after purity culture series and that's going to be in our patreon and so purity culture is something that both of us experienced and went through i know a lot of folks out there have as well it was harmful am i right dan that you had a pledge
2: card at the very first true love waits I believe I did. Yeah, people study True Love Weights and they went to the National Mall in D.C. and put in all the cards. I believe that one of my cards was there. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I think I think it's a good series. As you say, we talk about purity culture. It's talked about a lot. But there has been, I think, a gap of what it means with, in relation to masculinity and for men and boys coming through purity culture. And that's something I think we're really going to try to, to hit um, as we talk about so that. So that's launching in August. It's very exciting. going to be on our Patreon. In
0: September, we're going to be having our very first Straight White American Jesus seminar. So if you would love to take a class from Professor Dan Miller or Professor Brad Onishi, this is your chance. We're gonna be talking about a pure America, religion, race, and nation. We're gonna be looking at white Christian nationalism and how uh, uh, white Christian nationalists try to create a a, a social body in this country that is straight, white, patriarchal, native-born, and so on and so forth. It'll incorporate so many themes we talk about on this show. Purity culture is one of them. Christian nationalism is another. But we'll get into the weeds with some things that uh, we don't always have time with on our shows, uh, the ways that white evangelicals were the, for, the the foremost proponents of pro-slavery theologies, the way that conspiracy theories and other uh, aspects of uh, of white Christian nationalist movements play into this, this attempt to create a kind of pure America. So, Dan, I'm excited about it. I'm excited, too, because a lot of this will... We'll touch on some some material from your new book, Queer Democracy. Um, you're gonna be
2: kind of leading the charge, even though I'll make an appearance at various times. Are you excited about this as I am? I'm really excited about it. And I'm excited for an opportunity. I know we hear from people, follow-ups, who who they, they want more depth than we can do in the podcast, or maybe more depth and is, is really gonna sort of communicate that way. This is an opportunity for anybody who's interested in that to get that, uh, to get time. This won't be the only one of these we do. We plan on doing others, right? To get time getting to know each other, getting to know us, getting to interact. Uh, It'll be virtual, but live, right? In a way that that we can't do in the podcast and other things. So I'm really excited about it. I think the themes and the topics are really important and and timely, but I I also really look forward to having sort of a a deeper conversation with some of the people that have been with us um, and some of the people who are coming to be with us in a way that we just can't do uh, on a weekly basis in the podcast. So I'm really excited about it. We'll have more information in the coming weeks. Uh, We'll have
0: uh, a brochure and uh, links for signing up and dates and all those things. Be on the lookout for that. Two big announcements. August, Masculinity and Purity Culture. September, our very first straight white American Jesus seminar on race, religion, and nation. Look for those. Now to the weekly roundup. Welcome to Straight White American Jesus. My name is Brad Onishi, our show is hosted in partnership with the CAP Center at UCSB. I am joined today by Dr. Megan Goodwin, who is uh, who teaches at uh, Northeastern in the Philosophy and Religion Department, is the program director for Sacred rights, which is amazing, and we'll talk about it in a second, and is the author of Abusing Religion, Narrative Persecution, Sex Candles, and American Minority Religions, which is out from Rutgers University Press, is also working on a, a new book that will be out sometime in the future called Cults Inc., and it's about the commodification of the idea of cults uh, and, uh, 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 and, and all of... The sort of surrounding ideas. One more thing. There's just too many things to mention. Uh, Also, the co-host of Keeping It 101, a Killjoy's introduction to religion, which is a podcast that I have recommended and I have assigned to my students. And if you are an academic uh, studying religion, teaching in religion, if you're somebody who's in this realm and you don't know about Keeping It 101, you need to turn this off. Go look it up. Check out the website, and then you can come back and listen to uh, the interview. But if you have to do the homework first, okay. All of that to say, Megan, thank you for joining me.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm going to apologize in advance for how often I'm going to interrupt and/or talk over you. I promise, no, I'm working. That on. sounds
0: great. And feel free—you're the guest; you do whatever you want. Uh, sounds good. And so, a couple of things: you are the, the program director of Sacred Rights. Some folks know about it; some don't. Yes. Just tell us real quick what is Sacred Rights.
1: Sacred Rights WRITES because God forbid I do anything without there being a dumb joke involved uh, is a loose fund or loose foundation funded program hosted by Northeastern University that promotes public scholarship on religion. So we both provide training for scholars to just communicate more clearly and effectively with the public and we Uh, shall we say, incentivize relationships between established publications and scholars so that folks can not just share their expertise with the public, but also get paid for doing that labor.
0: It's an amazing program. I I mean, uh, several of the folks who've been on our show have done training with y'all. Annie Selick was just on. I know she's a a Uh,
1: current
0: sacred rights uh, fellow and Mm -hmm. uh, we've had other folks. So uh, that's amazing. We're here today to talk about your book, Abusing Religion, which came out uh, just a, a few months ago. And
1: oh, no, nope. last, last year, year? actually. Okay. I, yeah, it's almost a year, but like it's 2020, so did it even really this yeah. time? No,
0: I, so. I don't know. Uh, I, I saw my friend's kids the other day and I was like, How old are your kids now? Like 10? And they were like, No, they're four. It's been a pandemic. Like, you don't, you yeah. don't know anything. Yeah. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so, Abusing Religion to me was, um, a, a book that I it just, it hit me in ways I didn't expect. I thought I knew what I was getting into, but I, I really didn't. And, I, I want to try to help folks understand your argument because I think your argument is really important. But the book is about minority religions. It's about the mm-hmm. idea of sex abuse scandals and the abuse of women and children. And it, But it's also mm-hmm. about how th- uh, these narratives get framed by dominant uh, cultural forces, uh, namely white Christians uh, in this country. And, mm-hmm. and that includes Catholics, Catholics, um,
1: Absolutely. Surprisingly. Yeah, the Catholic piece surprised the hell out of me. No pun intended, question mark. But I also want to zoom back because it's not just uh, confessional Christians that are shaping these narratives, right? Uh, what I really want to pay attention to are these spaces that profess to be secular or that we assume are secular, like the news media or I don't the Supreme Court of the United States presidents. Uh, judicial systems all of these spaces where we're not supposed to prioritize or favor one kind of religion over another and yet just like coincidentally we see that these systems just by accident happen to be favoring a very specific kind of conservative white mainstream christianity that and this is the part that was really surprising to me includes Catholicism, arguably for the first time in US history. So yeah, there's a there's a lot going well, on. Well
0: and that. it I mean you, you really draw on the work of of folks like Tracy Fessenden and others who've helped who've helped mm. really clarify how many of the institutions and spaces that you just mentioned in our public square that are supposed to be secular and separate from religion are just infused with uh, with Christian values. We usually talk about those as being Protestant, but as you're saying There's this Catholicization of that, and I I think we'll we'll hopefully get to that in a minute. Um, One of the, the 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 things you say early on, which really sort of sets the tone for the book, is that this is a country that consistently fails to acknowledge, much less address, the sexual abuse of women and children. Thanks for listening to this free preview of our Swag episode. In order to get access to the full episode and so much more, become a Straight White American Jesus premium subscriber by clicking the link in the show notes. I promise.